I'm so much better now. So great to connect with you. <laughs> Same. Thank you so much for playing my song and being interested in talking to me. Oh, man. Beyond that, the whole project so far is incredible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> well, it found its people. And I just I feel like we're only grazing the surface by talking about anywhere the wind blows. That's that's one that I've been fascinated by, but I've said it time and time again, it's so cool when you can find one song and then unlock a whole world about an artist. Ugh, yay. Oh gosh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. I felt kind of the same way about that song when we wrote it. I feel like that song unlocked a lot of things for me. When I first got to town, um, I would tell people cowgirl and... Um, they wouldn't understand it. It's like um, they would send me songs that, that were just like fringe and rhinestones. Like, yeah, cowgirls wear them, but it didn't. It wasn't who we were on a daily basis. Yeah. And there was like this disconnect. It was like I was trying to be like, you know, cowgirls are cool because I know them and I am one. And mm-hmm. you know, it was more than what Hollywood has communicated about what a cowgirl is. And I feel like that song and Country and the Girl both showed me that I don't have to show anybody that it is cool. I just need to be who I am mm-hmm. and let them figure it out for themselves. And that just unlocked so much for me. It gave me so much direction and it felt like I quit having to try and I could just be who yes. I am. And yeah, and that's the most beautiful thing about this project for me is that I wasn't I'm not putting on airs at all and it's connecting with people like me which is the whole point yep start to finish I'm so happy that that somebody has given the keys to somebody who is just as authentic as they come when it comes to being uh, from that space of being from the ranch I mean split it between Texas and Oklahoma which of course yep. I did my research I Thank knew <laughs> I knew your background but you also carried the weight when it came to let me make sure I'm touching on all the right spectrums because you haven't you haven't anthem song of course pretty ugly is probably one of my favorites but you ain't no cowboy kicked the door in uh so i I don't think there's i mean there's any part of the the project so far and we're sharing the whole thing through the show this morning uh but there you haven't missed at all it's been a striker one after the next and leading to your debut album have you has this been meant uh to be as sentimental as it was individually or did you do you still have hopes for the whole body of of what this album is going to become to to be something that's seen as a whole because individually all the songs are so different so far thank you so much yeah um i think that there is a thread that's going to come in when people listen down to the project from beginning to end Mm -hmm. because it really does tell a story for me and the title track which i'm so excited for people to hear when it comes out is called the girl i was and that song was a pivotal thing for me and kind of created an umbrella for all of these songs to live under and um i don't know it just kind of encapsulates the who i am and where i came from and then all of these songs are offshoots of that and so i think it just creates an umbrella for all of them to live under and when you listen from top to bottom you're going to hear the whole story from you know like who i am to what i went through to 
um, where I'm headed and um, it's all kind of a part of it. Um, and yeah, so I think once you hear like the body of work down, it's like there's a bunch of personalities in there for sure, mm-hmm. but that each song kind of serves its purpose within the storyline. Yeah, the I love that you mentioned that each song serves a purpose uh, because I, that is what I, I mean, I was taking away an individual kind of a, a reaction to each of these songs. Being from yeah. Al- Alabama, I know the kind of company that comes into these rooms uh, that are real country folks, uh, from from yeah. men to women and kids to the people who grow who've grown up to to just listening to, to the, just the banjo or, or listening to country yes. before drums came along. What was something? Yes. What was an impression you were trying to make? when you when you first started writing this this album and you decided it should be a, a collective for people yeah I, I think there's a little bit of growth that happened in me there like throughout their project as well because some of these songs were released in 2021 and then uh, 2022 and now the whole record coming out in 2023 and I think uh, that was when we first started putting out the projects that or the songs that made the project it was like I was settling into myself throughout the whole thing. And the songs that I wrote last year that we knew were going to be on this project and the holes that we were trying to fill um, to complete the story and round out the record, um, all of it kind of led to me finding exactly what my voice is in it all. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, individually that they kind of accumulate under sound and me me being okay because you've got like your super commercial sounding songs like pretty ugly and slow draw and then you've got the songs that kind of live on the fringes in a way but that feel so right and so me at the same time like anywhere the wind blows and you ain't no cowboy Mm -hmm. which i think were more definitive of the lane that i'm in um and where i'm headed as an artist and the other ones are you know, also very definitive of me as an artist, but I wrote them a little bit earlier in the project. And it's like, I was finding myself as the songs were being written. And I was also given the freedom because I, I got out of a really bad relationship and um, it was one that kind of stripped me of my identity. And and then after coming out of that, it's like I had the freedom to write the real thing and the true thing. And um, so I guess I think my sound found a solid place to stand and no limitations throughout this project and i think you can hear that in the uh, chronological order the way that the songs were written so far i guess so i i know that there's an impression that everybody was has has been drawn to you being you know an, an Apple Music's Country Riser of the Month, you having yeah. uh, some clad with the CMT Next Women of Country in 2022. Obviously, you were making the right impression, but was it the <laughs> was it the impression you were hoping to make? Because some people, I guess, may have already, their wheels might already be turning. Then you go into a, a breakup mode in that creative yeah. process where you've already brought so many people aboard, like, yep. and, and you've got them welcomed in so many other ways. Was it, is it, has it still stayed pretty steadfast on the, on the impression and and the through line through your story that you wanted to get across yes honestly I think it's better it's like um through the process I I was coming out of it and had processed all of the things that I had needed to or at least had scratched the service on that and I was on a writer retreat and we knew we wanted to put out a record and I just didn't hadn't landed on 
what the umbrella song was, what, mm-hmm. what the theme was. Cause I felt so scattered personally and, um, was on this writer's retreat with some of my favorite writers, Jeb Gibson. He's all over the project. Will Bundy who produced the project and wrote most of the songs with me. And then Jesse Joe Dillon. And we were at center Hill Lake in Tennessee. And, um, I went to get pizza for everybody. My dog was in the front seat of my truck and I was just sitting there thinking to myself, what is missing? And, what is going to be the song that needs to be written this weekend if we don't write anything else and for some reason this picture of me popped into my head i was about eight years old and i was helping my granddad sell cattle for my uncle hick and um in that moment my mom had taken a picture of me i remember had a hot orange gatorade can in my hand and um my hair was in pigtails my freckles were out and the air smelled like cattle and um, dust and and I remember looking back at this picture growing up time and time again at my grandma's house and being like oh, I love that girl like it just felt like me when I looked at that picture yeah. and this thought popped into my head oh I'm just getting back to the girl I was and I was like that is the, that's the song that's the thing we need to write this weekend and if we nail that I'll be so happy and we nailed it and I was like, this is the whole point of this whole record is coming out of that situation and stepping into myself and being able to move forward with all of that under my belt. And as soon as I got the demo back for that song, I was on a trip to Wyoming with Boot Barn and um, I landed in Wyoming and called my manager and was like, the album's called The Girl I Was and these are the songs that are gonna be on it and these are the holes that I need to fill writing wise. And then we tried to beat a few of those songs out with something better that filled the hole better. And um, by the time we got into the studio, everything just felt solid and right. And like it hints at where I'm headed, but it, it's an ode to where I've been as well. Oh, man. Well, I, I know you've got some great credit on the writing process of this, and I can't wait to see where it goes and to see how you bookended the, what we don't have yet, Home on the Range in the album. I, I just can't <laughs> wait to see how it collects itself and, and for you to fill you. that blank in our minds with words. It's it's a beautiful thing that we're going to get to watch transpire over the course of March. And What has been your favorite, I guess, that has surprised you, maybe after you put it down, as far as songs that have been out so far from the the girl I was. Thank you. Um, so ones that are already out. Yeah. Has um, there been one that I, struck you that has gotten a bigger response, or that that you've liked more over time of it being out? Um, honestly, uh, I'm gonna have to say anywhere the wind blows because that song. I don't know. It's like the truth I'm living right now, and to see so many people. I mean, it's only been out for. A week and a half really and um to see people's reaction to it and see so many girls and guys across the country posting reels about that song and it getting picked up by Sirius XM the highway and just people reacting to it and loving it and then singing it live and seeing that reaction live as well because I'm on the road right now mm-hmm. has been just a treasure for me because I think I I feel every word of it because I'm in a great relationship right now mm-hmm. and um, it's just like a perfect storm of good happening in my life right now and I'm so grateful for it and the fiddle like the way that comes in it just feels so rootsy so me and it's one of those songs that I could see myself seeing singing forever in my career and 
kind of always being able to feel the same way that I do right now. Oh, I know you love that. That return finally, you know, coming through this early too, having something yeah. that'll be Everlasters. What has been, has that been your favorite one to perform then? Because that was going to be my next question if you had performed oh. any goodness yeah well that one for sure and then there's one that people haven't heard yet called we know how to friday night oh, um, okay and it's on the record and it is just a barn burner like it's just so fun to play tambourine on stage when i'm singing it and it's the lyrics so fun and, and it just feels great live it fills the room it it engages people and i just i love to have stuff like that in my back pocket because i think it is such an important place in a set especially when you're playing rodeos and fairs and and you want to have a set that feels that good with songs that people have never heard before right has it been important for you to to make more upbeat and and more country rock sounding records because you you're you it's in your wheelhouse so well to play an anthem but it's it's so good that you can really touch on something uh deep and soulful and i guess more of a ballad type of arrangement too what's been more of your liking um i think dynamic within a show you know whatever your set length is is so important and um for me i i made it a point because i know i'm a female artist and and i love being a female artist i don't think it's a detriment to me at all i think it's um i think it's to my benefit and um nobody in my life has ever looked at me being a girl as you know a bad thing and uh, i think that just came with being the only help available on our ranch was girls um so i was just always treated as an equal and so i've looked at myself that way so i I look at my set list i look at my albums i'm like okay how do i entertain men and women Mm -hmm. and um i just i think he can't be super whiny and you've got to be able to sing songs that like resonate with um both sides and um so i've really really concentrated on making sure that i have up-tempo stuff stuff that feels good and and that i run by the men in my life and and they're like oh dude jenna that's so cool you know or whatever (laughs) or i could see myself listening to that you know in a rodeo arena when they're warming up the horses or whatever like there's just so many um tests that i run by people and have thought that it was so important to have both the anthemic songs like a pretty ugly plus um your high energy opener songs and your high energy uh you know midnight hour song in your set uh well so far you're selling tickets you've sold me already with your album (laughs) and i haven't even we've heard less than half of it i feel or so we've got the whole final half of a predicate to this to put together about what we've heard. I know that you've gone in with more of a, I guess, of a bluegrass type of intro, and then we're building up to, to anthems as we've built from Bless Her Heart to Pretty Ugly. Yep. I can't wait to hear what's next. Is there anything you'd like to share before we get back to the music uh, about um, anything that's next leading us to the 31st? Um, well, I'm just so excited about everything that's happening right now and so excited to see so many of y'all on the road this year. Um, we've got shows booked out, I think all the way to September. So just be on the lookout for that. And I love getting back to people on social media. So if anybody, um, takes the time to send me a note or message, like I, I do my best to get back personally to every single person. So say hi and, uh, find me on all your social media, Jenna Paulette. 
Uh, well, Jenna, it's been a pleasure to connect, and 2023 has got a real one coming through, and you're really making waves. I, I can't wait to see you perform, but and I hope you uh, you make your rounds close to Alabama where we are. But Me too. Have you, been, have you been to Alabama before? I have, yeah. I played a show in Birmingham with Mason Ramsey, actually, in 2019, yeah, before the I, world shut down. <laughs> so I saw you. You were on a national tour with him, but there were, there were some big acts that came along the way, too. Have you connected or yes. stay, stayed in touch with Mason since? Oh, yeah. We just wrote a song together like two weeks ago, and he cut another one that we wrote last year in the studio. And he's just one of my favorite people. We also FaceTime, and like he's just like my little brother. And he's just the cutest thing in the world. That's good that he's not growing up too fast. Um, we yep. we uh, we love what we've gotten so far, and it's good to, for you to drop the line that you're continuing to write. So plenty more to come in 2023, right? Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> Lots coming. We've got big, big plans. So I'm so grateful for it all. I saw some blonde hair blowing out your shotgun window You even went and cleaned up your truck I heard she's vegan and she grew up on the west coast Just like that I ain't bad we broke up Don't know her but I know you I hate to be the
Jen and Paul 